Occasional Radio Episode 55. Make a list of questions that can't be answered. Have you seen the sort of Friday night syndrome? It's frightening. If you're sort of coming home on a Friday night by bus or something like that, it really is quite frightening. If you're not part of it. their week's wages. There's just a, a unique atmosphere, there's a unique sound and, and look about the place. It's just sort of people flowing through and they've got, they've got, a, they've got a kind of a uniform on. to sort of queue up outside pubs to pay to get in to drink water down beer to pay to get in to You tend to bump into a lot of people that you know. You know. To pay to get in to drink water down beer. To pay to get in to drink water down beer. To pay to get in to drink water down beer. To pay to get in to drink water down beer. The only identifiable characteristic that, you know, is that thing that I described. Well, this issue of Audio Arts called Locations and Strategies starts here in London at the Institute of Contemporary Arts where the Right Honourable Neil Kinnock MP is about to open the William Morris exhibition. in a wild storm, I was between them as a desolate shore came to meet me, and I ran, scared stiff. There was a trapdoor, but I couldn't lift it. I've started an affair with your son, on a train. (laughs) 
satellites into the living room. Muzak does it, really, really does it. It's the root 66 of the microchip boom. Muzak does it, really, really does it. Big Brother's watching, but what do we care? Yes, they do it, they really, really do it. With clever, Jamie won't know that they're there. Now they can't do it, they really can't do it. I've got switch fever. Strictly modern made Electromotive force is the name of my trade Hooked on hybrid Floating to the sun Social indifference Up for fun Prayer to space Before the dawn Cosmic clouds Our history spawns Cause I've got switch fever I'm a tech diva I'm atomic synth The natural strictly modern made Electromotive force is the name of my trade Islands in space Really are that the perfect modern station, complete with bar, factory fresh dolls in every room. Welcome to the new dawn, a satellite room, cause I got switch fever. I got switch fever. I'm a tech diva. I'm a tech diva. I'm atomic synth and natural strictly modern made. Electromotive force is a new my trade. Scanning the spectrum for radio waves. Find the right band and you'll behave long and slow or high and quick. Radio frequencies can make you love sick, cause I got Switch Viva I'm a tech diva I'm such a tech and diva I'm a toxic and natural strictly modern and made Electromotive folks is the name of my trade Oh, I got that fever Oh, I got switch fever Oh, I got switch fever Oh, I got tech fever I'm a switch tech and diva I'm a switch tech and diva Cause I got switch fever Oh, I got that fever the founder of the Shaker religion, was born in Manchester, England, on February 29th, 1736. She was sent to the factory to work the machines at the age of 10. The old family was destroyed by the Industrial Revolution. Farm life had required large families. After the foreclosure and the migration of families to the city, People still continued to reproduce children who couldn't be fed. Factory owners exploited the children as cheap labor. Ann Lee was forced into marriage. Pregnancy made her feel unnatural. Her four children died young. At the same moment that mechanized work began, there appeared religions which had the function of causing the body to quake in dance and ecstasy. Ann Lee joined such a sect. They were the Quakers. She was taught to shake her body. She had visions. She believed that she was the female manifestation of Christ. God had originally made man and woman bisexually self-contained and equal. Because of Adam and Eve's sin in the garden, man was punished by having to work at labor he hated. Woman was punished by the burden of childbearing. The snake was heterosexuality. Sexual marriage was the unnatural result of man's fall. But Armageddon was coming with the good tidings for the elect. The end was imminent. There was no need for new childbirths. 
I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters. Pragmatically, sexual self-denial by members of a new community based on brotherhood and sexual equality could replace the evil of the patriarchal family. And they sang a new song, they sang a new song. Instead of being enslaved by machines, all needed goods could be produced for common needs by cooperative handicraft. Divine revelation led Anne and her group to America in 1774. She believed America to be prior to Adam's sin. The Shaker meeting hall was divided bilaterally. On one half, brothers' benches faced sisters in the other half. Separate stairs on either side led up to chambers of the chief elder who lived on the left or to the chief eldress on the right. Power was divided equally. Workdays were devoted to sober, simple craft work. Sunday was for ritual, religious dances. The two sexes arranged themselves in four concentric circles. chants from the Bible while they march in circles. Stomping their feet, they shout, Stomp the devil! cries, shake, 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 Christ is with you. There is noise like a whoosh, which means the devil is present. People clap, they leap up and down. Some remove their outer clothes. A fit of shaking, ecstatic seizures passes over the group. Reeling, turning, twisting, some shakers bow down. Others rock on their feet. Still others are doubled over, feet and hands linked as they roll on the floor. They roll over and over like a wheel, or they turn like a rolling log. Some get down on four legs like dogs growl, snap their feet and bark. Carnal mortification frees the shaker from false pride. Ritualistically, the devil is snared from his fighting place within the group and cast out. And the group becomes purified. Before the Shakers arrived in America, the Calvinistic Puritans had established its basic creed. The Shakers were proletarians, while the Puritans were the new emerging middle class. Work for the Puritan meant to detach himself. For the Puritan, men were divided into saints and sinners, good and evil were absolute categories. Each man was to be personally responsible for his own salvation. Puritans believe themselves that the agents of God's will, their purpose being to establish a new Jerusalem in America. While America prospered materially, there was always the fear that it might somehow be in the service of the devil, not God. And by 19, by the 19th century, 1800, 
great religious awakening spread across the land based on this fear. Hellfire preachers preached from tents on the edges of town. People were forced to, to reconsider the guilt of their lives, to repent. They recited biblical texts to the beat of piano and guitar music. This was the first introduction of popular instruments into the church service. People suddenly began to talk in tongues, begging for their salvation. They were born again. And finally, many looking for a spiritual refuge after their conversion joined the Shakers, swelling their ranks. Contrary to Calvinist belief in the individual's action in the world, Shakers believed only in the good of their internal group. While Puritans lived in fear or anticipation of the next life ahead, the Shakers believed that heaven to be, could be possible now as a utopia on earth. There's a conflict between the individualism of Puritans and the yearning for a group free of sexual and economic competition.
to the square of the distance of the places from the center. Bum! It is required to define the spaces which a body falling directly describes in given times. Bum! Case one. If the body does not fall perpendicularly, it will describe some conic section whose focus is placed in the center of force. Bum! Suppose that conic section to be ARBP and its focus S. Bum! And first, if the figure be an ellipse, Bum. Upon the greater axis thereof AB describe the semicircle ADB. Bum. And let the right line DPC pass through the falling body. Bum. Making right angles with the axis. Bum. And drawing DS. Bum. PS the area ASD. Bum. Will be proportional to the area ASP. Bum. And therefore also to the time. Bum. The axis AB. Bum. Still remaining the same, bum. Let the breadth of the ellipse, bum, be continually diminished, bum. And the area ASD, bum, will always remain proportional to the time, bum. Suppose that breadth, bum, to be diminished ad infinitum, bum. And the orbit ARP, bum, in that case, bum, coinciding with the axis AB, bum. And the focus S, Bum, with extreme point of the axis B, bum, the body will descend to the right line AC, bum, and the area ABD, bum, will become proportional to the time, bum. Therefore, the space AC, bum, will be given which the body describes, bum, in a given time, bum, by its perpendicular fall, bum, from the place A, bum, if the area ADP, bum, is taken proportional to the time, bum, from the point D, Bum. The right line DC, bum, is let fall perpendicularly, bum, on the right line, bum, AB, bum, 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 bum. Bum. Case two. Bum. If the figure RPB is an hyperbola on the same principal diameter, AB describe the rectangular hyperbola BED. And because there exist between the several areas and the heights, CP and CD relations, CSP is to CSD as CBF is to P. 
And since the area SPFB varies as the time in which the body P will move through the arc PFB, the area SDEB will also vary as that time. Let the latest rectum of the hyperbolum RPB be diminished in infinitum, the transverse axis remaining the same. And the arc PB will come to coincide with the right line of CB, and the focus S with the vertex B, and the right line SD with the right line BD. And therefore, the area BDEB will vary as the time in which the body C, by its perpendicular descent, describes the line CBQEI. Case 3. And by the like argument, if the figure RPB is a parabola, and to the same principal vertex B, another parabola, BED is described, that may always remain given, while the former parabola, in whose perimeter the body P moves, by having its latest rectum diminished and reduced to nothing, comes to coincide. The parabolic segment BDEB will vary as the time in which the body P, or C, will descend to the center S or B, QEI. I say that the velocity of a falling body in any place C is to the velocity of a body describing a circle at the distance BC as the square root of the ratio of AC, the distance of the body from the remoter vertex A of the circle or rectangular hyperbola to one-half AB, the principal semi-diameter of the figure. Let AB, the common diameter of both figures, RPB, DEB. And draw a right line, PT, that may touch the figure, RPB, in P, and likewise cut that common diameter, AB, reduced, if need be, in T. And let SY be perpendicular to this line, and BQ perpendicular to this diameter, and suppose the latest rectum of the figure RPB to be L. From corollary 9, proposition 16, it is manifest that the velocity of a body moving in the line RPB about the center S in any place P is to the velocity of a body describing a circle about the same center at the distance of SP as the square root of the ratio of the rectangle one half LSP to SY squared. For by the properties of the conic sections AC, CB is to CP squared as 2A to L and therefore 2CP squared AO CP is equal to L. Therefore, those velocities are to each other as the square root of the ratio CP squared AOSP over ACB. Moreover, by the properties of the conic sections, CO 
is to B.O. as B.O. is to T.O. Thence, C.O. plus B.O. is to B.O. as B.O. plus T.O. is to T.O. And C.O. is to B.O. as C.B. is to B.T. From this, B.O. minus C.O. is to B.O. as B.T. Fingers music. Solo left. Solo right. Double. Perhaps the point is, the Arctic Circle shattered, folded, slowly raised water. In general, one, my structure over the is hill, your structure. Two, to show your and structure to tell. is my structure. Turned, Three, red as well as black. Is our structure. Often Four, replayed, our structure is their played structure. again. Five. A often moved about within the context of a reason. Having been brought back at a point of passage, many objects put upon many other objects in place of some other objects no longer used to Is form a, a pile. moved from there capable of relating content from here with some probability of... Through using language as an artist, the, it would seem there is an endless range of possibilities that you can incorporate or 
bring in to your work. The Arctic Circle Shattered, as a reference, exists very powerfully as a piece of language. In relation to probable use within a culture, i.e. As opposed to one, an making use of such a, work. a reality Two, a work in any may be fabricated. Three, visual sense. Work may not be built. Well, the piece was built physically just because it was practically possible at the time. But uh, you know, this is a real crux when you present work, any form of work, publicly. You're obligated to present it in a manner that doesn't betray in any way, manner, or form your own idea of design, your own politics, and your own relation to the world as you in a sense, feel that you fit into it. So when you say that it's a powerful piece of language, that doesn't really mean anything. That's not saying somebody is beautiful. It, it, it's not that beauty is only in the eyes of the beholder or power is only in, eyes, in the eyes of the praxis. It's the fact that one doesn't really have the choice any longer of knowing... A. Does the attempt where the artist's function before? stops? The artist is a B, professional, and being a professional, one attempts to place what, what's before. placing in C, the society in as concise and as legitimate a manner as humanly possible. D, it's like brushing your teeth before going out on a date. Make it not as before. E. In a name, is it not as before? F. If owned, is it not as before? G. Where is the accounting? It is, though, on the other hand, uh, an extremely potent phrase. Even built, the information that was inherent in it was able to be conveyed. The acceptance of a, of a border as a physical material reality. This was a physical material reality. In well, fact. it is a physical material reality, in fact, when it's presented in language, but it was also built by me because there was a practical uh, manner of doing it. I found myself at the Arctic Circle in a position where my job of being at the Arctic Circle was presenting art to a public, and I was able to physically crack the Arctic Circle, not metaphorically, but physically. But that's not the point, is it? The realm of object-making would seem to seem absolutely irrelevant to your works. To the preoccupations that, that seem to bring my work out. In fact, so there is really no difference, or maybe because there is no difference between a physical manifestation a physical manifestation and a language description of that physical manifestation. It's not a description. It's equivalent. a presentation. No, it's not an equivalent. It's a presentation with the use of language as a material. But is there a difference yes. between the presentation in a physical form oh. and the language as a presentation? No, it's the conveyance of the same information. If the physical presentation is done as professionally or as professionally meaning as competently as the language presentation is done, then there is no difference whatsoever. It's just that I find the language a more viable form of presenting the same information. It's the information, it's the content that we're still dealing with. 
In relation to probable use within a culture, i.e. Western. One, an artist may construct a work. Two, a work may be fabricated. Three, a work may not be built. A reasonable assumption is that each being equal and consistent with the intent of an artist, the decision as to conditions rests with the needs of the receiver upon the occasion of receivership. Slowly raised water would seem to be almost a physical contradiction or ambiguous in terms of the notion of raising water. Have you ever had to drop a bucket down a well? But the eighth time there is quite a difference between slowly raised water and rapidly raised water. <laughs> the act of the physical act then of raising the water becomes important in this work. The objectification of what previously had been considered a gestural activity. Your use of language in general, um, one, my structure is your denies structure. Two, your structure is the gestural structure. Three, or the their structure mystical is our structure. Or the or subjective language, hope so. language is at the level that you use it. I feel is very In neutral. General, I should hope so. My I don't think that the function of art is past the point of being able to objectively present Three, your observations and perceptions, which are quite empirical. Four, uh, there's no need for structure. my subjective Five, imposition. There's no need for any mystification. The less mystification that art can have, the better it is for art, for everybody else, and the much, much more practical it is for the use factor of art. There's nothing worse than the Jesuitical aspects of various and sundry expressionist art. If you don't understand, it means you don't understand. That's the most asinine statement anybody's ever said. If an artist present something publicly, the same as anybody else, if they present it publicly and are asked a reasonable question concerning its use value, you are obligated, morally obligated, to try to attempt to give a reasonable answer. If that answer doesn't fit into the context of what other people have a, said previously, what is the constituent B, values and constituent makeup of what consists of aesthetic activity, that it's so not necessarily the fault of the, the artist. Of assurance mm. and acceptance of there has to be a point of cut-off of responsibility if you're attempting to give a legitimate answer. Make it not then you before. have obviated your B. responsibility. You've in attempted name, to give a legitimate answer. The great before. hope is, is that the legitimate F. answer has owned, some validity within your own culture. G. So what, what is your relationship with these works of language when they've been realized or executed? The same relationship I... I I cannot allow myself to deal with the hierarchical values. If you ask me as a person who does a job, and the job is that of being an artist, whether I prefer something to remain within the context of using language as material, or whether I would prefer to try to convey this information through the presentation of a physical object, I personally would prefer to utilize language as a means of presenting this information. But that's not a hierarchical value. That's where there is a subjective choice. You have a choice of how you 
you intend to present things or how you prefer to present things. In relation to probable use within a culture, i.e. Western, one, an artist may construct a work, two, a work may be fabricated, three, a work need not be built. A reasonable assumption is that each being equal and consistent with the intent of an artist, the decision Do the condition rests function with the needs of the receiver culturally the rather like the uh, fragments. Shape. Mm-hmm. They function within their own context of, of language as a material, as sentence fragments, but they do not function as fragments. They function within a cohesive whole, which we call contemporary culture. I'm thinking of an analogy of In digging general, up part of a, one, an ancient my structure is your structure. Roman sculpture, Two, but only finding the arm. Is my structure. Somehow the three. The entire work, the entire meaning of that work Four, is contained within the fragment. structure is their structure. Because Five, you are not here dealing structure with is the structure. sentences or meanings in the sense that um, a story, for instance, or a narrative or a description Well, they're, functions. they're quite narrative. It is a matter of to show and to tell. It is a matter of the presentation of a story about materials. But what you did with the arm is you cannot tell anything at all about the so-called piece of sculpture the arm came from. You have no way of knowing even that there was anything attached to it. What you've got is probably a very good example of an arm of a certain period that can either be culturally dated or carbon, carbon dated to know when it came about. So you know now how an arm was perceived sculpturally at a certain period in time. You don't know anything about the whole. These are not, by virtue of their being sentence fragments, sentence fragment is no implication of any kind of rational fragment. It's a sentence fragment. It's a part of what the dominant culture that preceded us used to call a sentence. So rather than argue with them that this constitutes a sentence as well, I'll accept sentence fragment because it's not a very important issue. Hmm. That's not the point of the work. In relation to probable use within a culture, i.e. Western, one, an artist may construct a work, two, a work may be fabricated, three, a work may need not be built. A reasonable assumption is that each being equal and consistent with the intent of an artist, the decision as to condition rests with the needs of the receiver upon the occasion of receivership. Turned red as well as black. It's obvious then that the works have to be regarded as to do with reality in the form that they come over and that they are not in any sense eluding to anything else. So in order to see the works or appreciate them, one really 
cannot compare them, let's say, to other forms of um, art that one can think of. In other words, they seem to exist very much as independent, discrete notions that are to do with your selections of experience, but somehow they're distilled, they're selected. I mean, what is the process of you actually making a decision about dealing with a particular area, a particular work? Because it's clearly not, as I was saying earlier, it's not, they're not interpretations, they're not illusions. What is your criteria for selecting a particular notion, a particular work, as opposed to describing anything at random? Well, random's a funny word. I don't understand structure move what from there you would mean by... ...of relating content from here. Less discrete than anything else. They relate as well to my idea of what are sculptural concerns or what are material concerns. My interests would be the interests of any other person doing any other form of research. One becomes fascinated or one becomes involved with a piece of steel, with a piece of tin, with the idea of color, with the idea of transference, turning to and for. There's no question there. What you're asking is, is not a question. What you're saying is, how dare you think that your research into uh, pieces of paper at that point in time is valid. I would just have to, to count upon the fact that what concerns me in, in a material general, sense is one, probably concerning is your a reasonable number of Two, the rest of the population. I am a part of is my, structure. my own time and part of Three, my own humanity. And I have the great is our structure. choice or privilege Four, to spend my time concerning myself with material relationships Five, of my own time. Structure That's my job. The structure. If you're looking for accreditation for jobs, then uh, I don't really know if that comes into the question. That's not the mm. point. The point is, if it is necessary, if it is useful at that time, that's my job.